Oh dear. Well, look at that. Here we are back again. Hello, friends. I am your Hubble host here for Sounds Like Radio. Oh, yeah. Another goodie for you today with the great Gildersleeve. Oh, he's up to all sorts of tricks today. And, uh, and of course, we always have our beautiful music with us. <laughs> today, the great Gildersleeve wants to babysit for Marjorie and Bronco's twins. Well, now, Marjorie and Bronco, they've been the only ones to watch over them babies. They never leave them babies, and they never go out by themselves because, well, they just don't have nobody to watch them. But that's what the great Gildersleeve wants to do today. He wants to watch to babysit the twins, and he has to convince Marjorie and Bronco to go out, have some fun, live it up for once, and let Leroy and I babysit. Yeah, that's right. Even little Leroy wants to get in on the action. He likes the idea of babysitting the twins, too. And when Gildersleeve finally convinces Marjorie to go on out and have a little fun, then he's got to deal with them babies, them twins. And what happens when they start misbehaving, when they start crying and moving around and throwing things? He's just going to tell those two babies, those two twins, he says, Why can't you behave? <laughs> Something like... Mmm, Joe Stafford. She says that, too. Here she is.
there's just no reason for it. Why can't you behave, you two little twins? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just because they're babies. <laughs> well, today's Great Gildersleeve was originally broadcast March 28th of 1951. Yeah, and Gildersleeve and Leroy, they both demand to be able to babysit for those cute little twins. And finally, Marjorie says, well, okay, here's our number where we're going to be. If there's any problem, give us a call. Yeah, Gildersleeve and Leroy, they're more than happy to have the opportunity to babysit them baby twins. Yeah, but will they regret it? (laughs) Might them little twins, might they become... Little headaches, you know, sweet little headaches. Something like Bing Crosby knows about. Yeah, here's Bing and Sweet Little Headache. Neat little song here. You're a sweet little headache. But you are lots of fun I've a good mind to spank you Then thank you for all you've done You're a sweet little headache Full of quaint little schemes But when I should forget you I let you disturb my dreams I thought that I could hold my own with you You've got me all perplexed Here am I alone with you What are you going to do next? You're a sweet little headache If you keep on that way What a sweet little heartache You'll turn out to be someday Sometimes babies can be that, you know, sweet little headaches, but uh, usually they're mighty fine to have around. Uh-huh, they are. Uh, and if you do ever have a trouble with a little tiny baby, 
or two little tiny babies, you could buy those babies a teddy bear. Yeah, one for each. Let's see, we got a girl and a boy twin, so get the boy twin a nice light blue teddy bear and the little girl a nice pink teddy bear. Yeah, that's what I'd do if I had them twins and I had to babysit them. I'd give them a teddy bear to keep them happy, just sort of like what Barbara Fairchild, what she has to suggest. She says a teddy bear is just what she loves. Here's Barbara Fairchild and a nice song I've loved for a long time. Shaggy cotton skin and just one set of clothes Sitting on a shelf in a local department store With no dreams to dream and nothing to be sorry for I wish I was a teddy that neat you have barbara fairchild and teddy bear that song must have come out sometime in the 1970s and i remember hearing that song once on the radio and i i immediately thought i've got to find that song unfortunately as i recall the song when i first heard it had already been out maybe five six seven years so i went on a search for that song and i couldn't find it anywhere It took me 
Oh, I bet you it was at least 15 years to find that song. <laughs> so when I found it, baby, I was happy. Yeah. Yeah, Barbara Fairchild and Teddy Bear. What a neat little song. You know, I, I remember finding Barbara Fairchild albums, but none of them ever had the Teddy Bear song on it. So, well, anyway, luck was finally smiling on me. Speaking of luck, you know, when you have babies, even when they get dirty or they have dirty little hands and dirty little faces, even when that happens, they're still cute. You still want to pick them up and give them a hug. <laughs> well, Al Jolson, he knows about that, and uh, there's a song I like that Al Jolson sings about babies. He sings a song called Dirty Hands and Dirty Face, and Al, I gots to know one thing. When are you going to sing that song for us here on Sounds Like Radio? I'm going to sing it right now. Dirty hand, dirty face, leads the neighbors a chase. But his smile is as cute as can be. Making noise, breaking toys. Always fighting the boys But his eyes are a vision to see And when my work is done Coming home to the setting sun From the gate he starts to run And then I kiss my boy Dirty hands Dirty face Little devil That's what they say But to me He's an angel Of I just wanted to hear that round of applause for Al Jolson. That comes from his Kraft Music Hall, which was broadcast in the late 1940s, where Al Jolson sort of experienced a resurgence of popularity in the last few years of his life, and that was a very nice thing. And the great Al Jolson here on Sounds Like Radio. Well, friends, I think it's about time we got to the great Gildersleeve. Today's show is from March 28th, 1951. And let's find out what happens when Gildersleeve and Leroy are faced with them two baby twins. How are they going to do it? I, I, that's what I want to know because it can be rather nerve-wracking if you've got babies on your hands for the very first time. Yeah. Well, we'll find out what happens right now here on Sounds Like Radio. Let's listen to... The Great Gildersleeve. The Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> the 
Great Gildersleeve is brought to you each week by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of Parquet Margarine. Big news. Tonight we're announcing first week's winners in Parquet Margarine's $83,500 Name the Twins contest. Tonight's Great Gildersleeve program and this exciting contest are brought to you by Parquet Margarine, the margarine that tastes so good because it's always fresh. Try Parquet tomorrow. Get P-A-R-K-A-Y, Parquet Margarine, made by Kraft. Now, the Great Gildersleeve. There's April in the air this fine afternoon in Summerfield, and spring is coming right out in the open. You can see it in the gardens, in the trees, and in the light-hearted step of the great Gildersleeve as he turns the corner heading for home. I'm as busy as a spider spinning daydreams. I'm as giddy as a baby on a tree. Oh, hello, Leroy. Sure glad you're coming home, Unc. Well, thank you, my boy. How's everything with the family? That's why I'm glad you're coming home. What a bunch of droopy characters. You watch this? Marjorie and Bronco and Bertie. You know what we ought to do, Unc? You what? We ought to boycott them. Boycott? Pick at them. Yofer. Leroy. I'm boiling. Yeah, so I see. What a family. You said that. Those twins. Yeah. What about the twins? Old Marge and Bronco. Just because they're the mother and father, they think they own those kids. Hey. <laughs> yes, well. Holy cow, can't even get near them. Before you can get in the room, you've got to be pasteurized. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, my boy. Marjorie and Bronco and Bertie are like three mother hens with those babies. Hens? Ha! Eagles! Well, you'll have to be patient, Leroy. But why can't I hold them? You'll be able to hold them after a while. Why can't I feed them? What's to put in a bottle in a kid's mouth? I know which end the milk comes out of. (laughs) Well, you just bide your time, my boy. Try to understand that Marjorie and Bronco and Bertie are only thinking of what's best for the babies. Ha! We should be glad they feel that way. We should be proud of them. Yeah. Now, let's go in the house and I'll be one happy family again. Okay. Hey, the boy's all right now. I brought him around. Gildersleeve, you're a born diplomat. Hello, everybody. We're home. I'm out in the kitchen, Uncle Mort, feeding the babies. Yo, feeding the babies. Come on, Leroy. Let's see the little tyke. Can I feed one of the monkeys? No, my boy. Let's be patient. Hello, Marjorie. Hello, Anki and Leroy. Hi. Evening, Mr. Gillsleeve. Good evening, Bertie. Hey, Margie. It's a little difficult, isn't it, holding the two bottles? I'll feed the boy, if you like. Oh, you better let Bertie do it, Unky. I'll take him. Come on, little fella. You see, Uncle. Leroy. They take the bottle much better from someone they know. Well, they know me, my dear. They know me, too. Well, of course they do, but at a distance. Maybe we could give them the bottle on the end of a stick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the little girl and let her finish up the bottle. Well, you just came home from the office, Uncle. You're tired. No, I'm not. I feel fine. You must be tired. You go out under I hold the baby while you rest. I can hold it while you both rest. Oh, she's going to sleep now. I'll hold her. This little man's ready for bed. He's stuffed. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'll carry him in, Bertie. I'll take him, Bertie. Yeah, all right, Margie. You take the boy, and I'll take the little girl. Well, right, George, I'm going to get a baby out of this somehow. Oh, folks. Yeah, Bronco. Where'd he come from? Hello, Bronco. Uh, Marge and I were just getting ready to carry the twins into the nursery. 
Come on, little girl. Well, little daughter, come to Daddy. Hey, wait a minute. Here we go. Off to bed. A girl for you and a boy for me. You, what about me? Leroy, I hear something for you. Yeah, what? You can carry the blankets into the nursery. I got them. Bertie, isn't there anything I can carry? Yes, sir, you can carry these. Four safety pins. <laughs> you confounded kids. Want to hog the whole thing for themselves. It'd be different if they only had one baby. They have two. They can spare one. What'd you say, Uncle? Yeah, I didn't say anything. I'm reading the paper, Leroy. Uncle Mort, a Bronco and I are going to the movie tonight. Would you like to go with us? Movie? No, I wouldn't care to, my dear. You and Bronco and Leroy go. I'll be the babysitter. But, Uncle... I don't think I'll go either. I'm going to sacrifice and stay here with Uncle. But Bertie's going to be here. Yeah, Bertie can take the evening off. But you've never taken care of the babies alone, Anki. Yeah, I've been around lots of other babies. They're all alike. Sure, they all operate the same. Hey. Oh. Hey, you keep out of this. Okay. Well, you do what you like, Uncle Mort, but there's no reason for you to stay with Bertie here. Yeah, I'll take care of that. Bertie! That's the old fight, Unc. You call me, Miss Gilsey? Yeah, I was just thinking, Bertie. Why don't you take the evening off? Oh, Bertie can't take this evening off. Miss Margie and Miss Bronco's going out, and I've got to stay with the twins. Yeah, well, that's the point, Bertie. You don't have to stay. I'm going to be here. Yeah, me too. Miss Gilsey, you mean you're going to babysit? Yeah, of course, Bertie. Have you ever babysat? <laughs> Certainly. I've been around all kinds of babies. I don't know why everyone makes such a big hullabaloo about mining a couple of babies. What could be simpler? Yeah. Well, if you want me to go, Mr. Gilsey, I'll go if you sure you want me to go. Yeah, absolutely, Bertie. I'll stay if you want me to stay. No, you go ahead, Bertie. I'll either go or stay. Well, you go. I'm going to stay. Well, go. I mean, go. Go or stay. Yeah, for Bertie, go, please. All right, what you say, go. I'll go. Well, at last. Gee, we can have the twins all to ourselves for a whole evening. No, they're not toys, my boy. I'm only doing this as a matter of principle. I'm going to prove to a few people around here they're making a mountain out of a molehill. Of course, we may get a chance to look at the little tykes. Yeah, without somebody saying, go wash your hands. You, by the way, let's see your hands. They're clean. Go wash them with soap. <laughs> oh, for corn's sake. Well, we're ready to go, Anki. Uh, going with us, Mr. Gildersleeve? No, thanks, Bronco. But you might give Bertie a lift. She's going downtown. Bertie? Yeah, I told her to take the evening off. I'll be the babysitter this evening. On second thought, Marge, maybe we should stay home. Oop, Bronco. I really don't care about seeing the movie, Bronco. Well, why don't you go and I'll stay here? No, wait no, a minute. you go to the movie, Marge. I'll stay here with Mr. Gildersleeve. Leo, for a babysitter for the babysitter. I'd much rather that you'd go, Bronco. Why does anybody have to go? Yeah, I mean, stay. This is ridiculous. I've never seen such a pair of worry birds. Somebody call Bertie? Were you going out tonight, Bertie? Well, that's what Mr. Gildersleeve says. He says, Bertie, you go out, so I'm going. Well, you go right ahead, Bertie. I'm going to be here. Come again? Your Marjorie isn't going to be here, Bertie. She's going to the movies with Bronco. She is, huh? No, she isn't, Bertie. I'm going to be here, and Marge is going. Children, please. Well, I won't have you and Miss Marjorie staying home on my account. You go ahead and go. I'll stay. Now, listen to me. You're taking the evening off, Bertie. But... I'd rather stay home, really. Yeah, I... I don't mind staying. But you no, know why? I'm going to stay. Listen to me. 
listen. Yes? Are you listening? We're listening. Nobody is staying home except me. The babies are going to be all right. Now forget all this silliness and go to your movies and wherever you're going. This is a lot of nonsense. Maybe Mr. Gildersleeve's right. Well, of course I'm right. These are not the first babies in the world, you know. There have been a few others. They'll probably sleep until we get back anyway. Sure. Uh, come on, Marge. We won't be late, Anki. If you need us, we'll be at the Palace Theater. In the balcony. Goodbye, Anki. Goodbye, kitties. Have a good time. Well, Bertie? Don't look at me. I'm going. <laughs> I'm gone. Hi, George. Good to see when you put your foot down, this family jumps. Are they gone, Anki? Yeah, they're gone. I was listening upstairs. What a battle. Yeah, well, I simply decided that you and I were going to take care of the babies tonight, and that was that. Yeah. Just think we got the twins all to ourselves. Yes, sir. What do we do with them? <laughs> we're not going to do anything with them. They're asleep. Let's wake them up. Let's toss them around. Yeah. <laughs> Great Gildersleeve will return after this important announcement. Ford Victorias, glamorous new 1951 Ford Victorias. Yes, Ford Victorias, most beautiful Ford cars ever built, are waiting for owners. Twenty of these streamlined new models are being won in Parquet Margarine's great $83,500 contest series. Took a little doing, but the great Gildersleeve finally got his wish. He shooed Marjorie and Bronco and Bertie out of the house, and now, for the first time, the water commissioner and his nephew Leroy are babysitting with the twins. They've been at it about an hour so far. And the score? No hits, no runs, no errors. Gee, this is getting dull, Unc. When do we start having some fun with the twins? Yeah, be patient, Leroy. I'm not staying with the babies tonight for fun. I am. Golly, what's the use of babysitting if you just got to sit? Well, it is pretty quiet. I thought there'd be a little more activity. A couple of healthy youngsters like those. You'd think they'd stir around a little more. Maybe if we nudged them a little. <laughs> no nudging. Yeah, but maybe they're hungry. It's a dirty trick not to wake them up if they're hungry. Let's feed them. Now, Leroy, Marjorie said we could feed them when they wake up. Yeah, but time's going by. Pretty soon everybody will be coming home and we'll be out of luck. Yeah, that would be a disappointment, all right. They slept right through. How do we know, Unc? Maybe they're awake right now. Maybe it's so quiet they think they're still asleep. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that, my boy. Well, gee, Unc, we haven't got much time. If just a little noise woke them up, that would mean they were getting ready to wake up anyway, wouldn't it? Well... It might. If we were just talking like this and that woke him up, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's necessary to shout, Leroy. We can simply use a moderate tone of voice. They must have the blankets over their ears. Now, Leroy, stop worrying. If they're going to wake up, they'll wake. 
As I told her, awake. Well, what do you know? <laughs> they must have just been opening their little eyes. I'll get the bottles. You now, Leroy, don't get pushy. I'll take care of the bottles. Okay, I'll go in and talk to him. Yeah, wait. Wait, we'll both go in. Then we'll take the baskets into the kitchen. Babies like to watch the bottles being fixed. <laughs> Say, that's the little girl. What a voice. She's going to be an opera singer. That or a hog collar. <laughs> oh, there goes the boy. She woke him up. Come on, Leroy. Take a basket. Carefully. I can't hear you. Take a basket. Head for the kitchen. What a racket. Put it down someplace. Okay. Leroy, not on the stove. <laughs> pull a chair out of the breakfast nook. I got no hands. Well, pull it out with your feet. I'm standing on them. Here, here, here. Put the basket. Yeah, not this chair. Yeah, I'll put mine over here. Okay. Uh-oh. He's clouding up again. Yours is just lying there. Why don't I always get the one that hollers? Well, do something to amuse him. I'm getting the bottles ready. What do I do? Go kitschy, kitschy, coo at him. Kitschy, kitschy, coo? Sure. Babies like that. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Go ahead. Kitschy, oh, I can't. <laughs> you do it, Art. Leroy, I have to get the milk out of the refrigerator and put it on the stove. What you cooking it for? I'm not cooking it. You have to warm milk for babies. No kidding. Yeah, dinner's coming, kitties. Look at that little face. Watching every move I make. He doesn't trust you. <laughs> he does, too. He knows his friends, don't you? Yeah. Ooh, milk's getting hot. Better put it in the bottles. Gee, that looks good. Can I have some? Leroy, this is for babies. Okay. Yeah, there we are. Yeah, two bottles. You feed that one, and I'll feed this one. Boy, this is keen. We know how to take care of kids, don't we, Uncle? Yeah. Here you are, you little bear, you. Put it in your mouth. Oops. What's the matter? Hey, mine's hollering, too. What's wrong, huh? Yeah. Maybe the milk's too hot. You think so? Don't taste it. How am I going to tell? Shake some out in the back of your hand. Like this. Oop. You're all over my trousers. I shook some out. It isn't hot. Well, something's wrong. What are you doing to that baby? I'm not doing anything. What are you doing? What's the matter with him, huh? Oh, how should I know? Come on, baby. Come on. Nice milk. Whole bottle. See? Oh, my goodness. What do we do now, huh? Oh, brother. Put them back in the baskets. Keep an eye on them, Leroy. I'm going to call Peavy. Oh, don't leave me alone with this. Stop shouting, Leroy. Yep. Better close the door. Yeah. Good old Peavy. You'll be able to help me. Shoot her. Peavy's pharmacy. Yes. <laughs> oh, Peavy, this is Gildersleeve. Oh, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> What can I do for you this evening? Phoebe, I need some advice. Quick. I'm taking care of Marjorie's twins, and they're raising the roof. What'll I do? Well, I don't know much about babies, Mr. Gildersleeve. 
Mrs. Peavy and I never had any of our own. Well, I know that, but you're a pharmacist, Peavy. What do you give babies when they cry? Well, uh, what do they want? <laughs> How do I know what they want? They're just yelling. Have you tried milk? Yes, I've tried milk. They cry all the louder. Well, how about this little pig went to market? Babies like that. What are you talking about, Peavy? You know, this little pig went to market. This little pig stayed home. It's a game. You play it with their toes. Well, I haven't time to play games with their toes. Well, there's always patty cake. Patty cake? You play that with their hands. You. Peavy, you get some of the silliest ideas. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to take care of two babies. Oh, my goodness. Can't you suggest anything, Peavy? Mr. Gildersleeve, this is a drugstore, not a day nursery. Fine drugstore. Peavy, you're no more a druggist than I am. Well, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) See you later, Peavy. Fine thing. Marjorie and Bronco walk out and leave me with the babies. Run off to the movies. Irresponsible kids. Leave me with no instructions. Two babies on my hands. I just... Hey, be quiet. Maybe they've gone to sleep again. Leroy. Quiet, Uncle. Dozing. Oh, saved by a miracle. If Marjorie and Bronco came home and found the babies crying, I'd never live it down. Oops, darn doorbell. Oh, both awake again. Who's at that confounded door? Good evening, Gilda. Judge Hook. Well, your happy home seems to be ringing with the voices of little children. <laughs> yeah, I ought to ring something right off your head, you old goat. What's wrong, Gilda? Come in the house, Judge. Oh. Just had the babies asleep, and you had to lean on that doorbell. Oh, I'm so sorry, Gilda. They seem to be quiet now. They, they are. Don't breathe. Where are they, Gilda? In the kitchen. Come on. Don't make a sound. You're making all the noise. Be quiet, Judge. Oh, there they are. Just as quiet as they can be. They'll make a sound. Anybody. I'm bushed. You're right. Hush. You see, Gilda, the little darlings knew I was coming, and they're on their good behavior. Yes. Look out, Judge. Don't lean against that cupboard door. Your pants in there. What's that, Judge? Yes, Judge. Yes. Judge, now you've done it. Holy cow, I'm going out for a walk. You stay here. We'll have no rats leaving this sinking ship. They're hurting my ears. Give them a bottle, Gilda. Judge, I tried to give them a bottle. I got milk all over me. Oh, my goodness, back door. Here comes Bronco and Marjorie. Well, I think I'll go out the front door. You stay here. Well, evening, everybody. Oh, it's Bertie. Oh, am I glad to see you. What's the matter with the little darling? They've been crying long. Shall we tell her? Yeah, there's something seriously wrong, Bertie. I've done everything right. Got the milk out of the refrigerator, warmed it, put it in the bottles, but they won't take it. Is this the milk you gave them? That's it. No wonder they didn't want it. That's buttermilk. Yeah, but they were... (laughs) Buttermilk. (laughs) Oh, brother. Uh, Never mind. What are we going to do, Bertie? What are we going to do? We have to get them quiet before Bronco and Marjorie come home. Well, let me take them, Mr. Gilsey. Now, kids, Bertie, now go on to sleep.
was these then tucked into bed without a tear in your eye. The sandman takes you by the hand while birdie sings a Gildersleeve? Fine. Everything's just fine. How are the babies? Yeah, they're in bed. Did they give you any trouble? Trouble? No. <laughs> you mean they were all right? Marjorie, there was nothing to worry about. Yeah, I guess you're right. They're pretty good babies. Yeah, as Bertie says, just perfect angels. <laughs> Gildersleeve will be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a rather proud moment for all of us who gather here each week to help bring you the great Gildersleeve programs. As you know, April 1st marks the beginning of Invest in America Week. And tonight... We are honored to have as our guest the chairman of the Invest in America Week Executive Committee, Mr. W.G. Paul. Thank you. On behalf of the Invest in America Week movement, I am happy to make this presentation. The Invest in America Week Executive Committee takes great pleasure in citing the Kraft Foods Company and the National Broadcasting Company for presenting Willard Waterman whose intelligent and understanding portrayal 
of the great Gildersleeve has contributed immeasurably to the public understanding of the role of the individual in building America at the community level. My most sincere thanks to you, Mr. Paul, and, and to all your committee. And I speak for all the Gildersleeve family. What a fine fellow. Good night, folks. Great Gildersleeve is played by Wonder Waterman. The show is written by Paul West, John Elliott, and Andy White, with music by Robert Armbruster. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Dick Prenner, Earl Ross, and Dick Legrand. This is John Easton saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of parquet margarine and those other famous Kraft quality foods. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve. What's the difference between a sandwich that's really super and one that's merely good? Here's the answer. Kraft's prepared mustard. For when you add a little mustard to cold meats or cheese, you add a lot of tang. Hidden flavors pop right out. Every bite tastes better. There are two kinds of Kraft mustard, you know. Kraft salad mustard, mild and delicately spiced, and Kraft mustard with snappy horseradish added. Have both on hand for different tastes, different uses. With either kind, when you add a little mustard, you add a lot of tang. Get Kraft's prepared mustard. Listen for Irrepressible, your humble host, on NBC. There you have it, friends, from March 28th of 1951... The Great Gildersleeve, yeah. Well, now Gildersleeve and Leroy, they found out that marching them babies <laughs> wasn't all peaches and cream. <laughs> we, yeah, but they still had fun watching them, and I think they'd like to do it again in spite of it all. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, well, that's my opinion. Well, now, you know, when the babies get a little older, it might be time for them to get a nice little present. Well, a nice present that they might get would be a coat. Yeah, a coat. You can always use a coat, especially a coat of many colors. This is a really nice song. It was originally, of course, written by and sung by Dolly Parton. But the other day, I was in my car, and luckily my car still plays CDs, because new cars today, they don't even play CDs anymore. But my car is an oldie but a goodie. And I can play CDs, so I put in a Eva Cassidy CD called Somewhere. Yeah, this is a CD I haven't heard in several years, and the very first song on the CD was our fantastic coat of many colors. And I thought, wow, I have got to play that song on our next show. Here's Eva Cassidy's very fine version of Dolly Parton's classic, Coat of Many Colors. Let's listen. See?
told you I told you that was a nice one the great Eva Cassidy here on sounds like radio coat of many colors yeah well now now I had an interesting weekend this past weekend uh, every uh, about every mm, every four weeks maybe sometimes five weeks on Sundays I like to watch a Bing Crosby movie and this past Sunday I decided to watch a movie I hadn't seen in quite a long while. You know, I, in order to do that, I, I make a list. Every Bing Crosby movie I watch, I write it down. And I put a little parentheses, month and date, so I know when I watched it, and so that I don't repeat it until I've seen every Bing Crosby movie. <laughs> yeah, that's my plan anyway. So this week, the big broadcast of 1932 was a movie I haven't seen probably in 15, maybe even 20 years. I'm not sure how long it's been, but it's been a while. And I thought, all right, let's watch Big Broadcast of 1932. Now, as a general rule, Bing Crosby's movies of the 30s, a lot of them anyway, are just positively bizarre. It's like they're filmed 
on another planet somewhere. They're just weird. So my memories of a, a big broadcast of 1932 weren't all that great. I thought, well, all right, let, let's watch it. I haven't seen it in a while. It's about time. So I put it on this past Sunday, and by golly, you know what? I was very pleasantly surprised. There was perhaps one scene that was a bit bizarre. Uh, that one was with Stu Irwin running around with a record trying to get it to the radio station. But other than that, the rest of the movie pretty much made sense. I mean, it, it made sense, which, you know, usually those 30s movies don't make much sense. But at any rate, yeah. So this movie was a lot better than I had remembered it. Bing Crosby starred in it. Stuart Irwin, who uh, also went on to play... Uh, a father in a 1950s television series. Let's see, George Burns, Gracie Allen was in it. Oh, the great, great street singer. What the heck was his name? You know, that always... Arthur Tracy. For some reason, I always have trouble remembering his name. Arthur Tracy was in it. Very rare to see Arthur Tracy. Kate Smith was in it. Sang a great song. Uh, and, uh, oh, Cab Calloway was in it. The Mills Brothers, a very young group of Mills Brothers were in it. And, well, the film was just a nice film, and I liked it a lot. So, uh, we, I'm glad I decided to watch it again. Yeah, we now getting back to them babies. Yeah, sometimes you got to amuse little babies, and the way to do it is to do sort of little nonsense talk, like, uh, chibaba, 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 and the babies are amused at that. Yeah, Perry Como knows about it. Here's Perry Como. Many a year ago in old Sorrento, a certain ditty was quite the thing Whenever a mother rocked her baby in Sorrento This little ditty she used to sing Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, angelawa, kukulagoomba Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, my bambino go to sleep. Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, angelawa, kukulagumba. Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, my bambino go to sleep. All the stars are in the skies, ready to say good night. Can't you see your doll is sleepy too? Close your drowsy little eyes, Mama will hold you tight While she sings a lullaby to you Oh, chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, angelawa, kukulagoomba Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, my bambino go to sleep Chibaba, 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 chihuahua, angelawa Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, angelawa, kukula, goomba. Goomba. Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, my bambino go to sleep. Chibaba, 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 chihuahua, angelawa, kukula, goomba. Chibaba, chibaba, chihuahua, my bambino go to sleep. All the stars are in the skies, ready to say good night, good night. Can't you see your doll is sleepy too? Close your drowsy little eyes, Mama will hold you tight While she sings a lullaby to you ever so sweetly 
Cha baba cha baba cha wawa Angela wa kukala goomba Goomba cha baba cha baba cha wawa My bambino go to sleep Cha baba cha baba cha wawa My bambino go to sleep Cha baba cha baba cha wawa My bambino go to sleep Yeah Ooh Very Como Chibaba Chibaba Chihuahua My Bambino Go to Sleep yeah. I don't know uh, That's a pretty good song But I don't know if a baby would go to sleep Listening to it It's kind of lively in a way <laughs> But I liked it anyway And sometimes I like songs And sometimes I don't Sometimes I'm happy And sometimes I ain't Well <laughs> It's just my way of leading to this song. Here's the great Dinah Washington. I thought you'd like to hear her version of Sometimes I'm Happy. Take it, Dinah. Sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes I'm blue. My disposition depends on you. She's happy just to be with me. Well, I can't blame her. I'd be happy to be with me, too. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. I heard that song the other day, and I said, I like that. Donna Washington singing that, Sometimes I'm Happy. I have other versions of that song, but I liked her swinging version like that. Yeah, nice. Well, friends, that'll do it for today's Sounds Like Radio. From March 28th of 1951, we heard the great Gildersleeve. Now, I gotta tell you, when I saw what the plot line was about of this show, and I listened to the show, and I wrote down what the plot line was, because it's not listed anywhere else, so I listened to the show, and I said, how in the world am I gonna come up with songs that have to do with babysitting? And I gotta tell you, there was only one song that I found about babysitting. 
Yeah. And that was a song from the 70s, or sort of a, a rock song from the 1970s, and it just didn't go with our Sounds Like Radio show. That was the only, only song. So I had to do some creative mind thinking here and try to think of songs that would somehow relate to babies and babysitting. <laughs> we, <laughs> I did my best. Hey, they were good songs, whether they related to babysitting or not, they were still good songs, so I'm happy to do it. Well, that'll do it for today's Sounds Like Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show and all them semi-babysitting songs, too. Till next time, I am your humble host, saying so long for now. Goodbye, everybody. And by the way, thanks for listening. (laughs) 